Hello and welcome to another episode of the Problematic Sticker Anime Podcast. I am your host, Gary, and I must apologize that we've had such long delays, but holidays and stuff happened. So, it is what it is. But we're here, as always, joining me, Alfonso and Ben. Say hello, guys. Hello, hello. Hello, guys and girls and everyone else. It's me. How have you guys been this month? Not bad. I'm excited to talk about the anime. You know what? So am I. I'm very excited to talk about the anime that we watch. One could say, <laughs> you know what? I, 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 I'm the, the most I'm excited not. man in the world for the anime. Uh, you guys are, because I am not. I'm terrified. I don't know why, but we will find out. <laughs> uh, it's been a busy time. Lots of anime stuff coming out. Um, on a personal note for me, and I wanted to bring this up, is I've been reading Berserk. For those who don't know what Berserk is, it's a very long-running manga from Kintaro Miru, I believe his name is, who recently passed away. And he passed away before he finished the manga. So I'm all caught up on it. Uh, It's 364 issues, and 364 was the last one he did um, before he passed away. So the story is not done. We don't know if the story is ever going to be done. Um, And it's sad. Because Berserk, for the, I'm pretty sure you will know Berserk just by seeing images of it. It's had an insane amount of inspiration for a lot of franchises. Elden Ring uh, drew inspiration from Berserk uh, to the point where they literally have an armor and a sword set from the main character Guts. Um, so I finished that. I just wanted to bring it up because I wanted to read it for a long time. And I have finally read it. It has numerous animes done for it. There's one that was done, I believe, in the early 90s and 80s. That's how long this has been going on. Um, they also released three animated movies. Uh, I believe it's the, the Golden Age or something like that, uh, which are some of the best anime movies you can possibly watch. I think all three of them are available on Netflix right now. Um, and there is another anime that they that span off after that, which is a CG anime. Uh, but again, none of it is finished because the story is not finished. And unfortunately, he passed away. So nobody now knows if it's ever going to get done. Uh, the final issue, the 365 issue, had a message from you know the production crew and well, production crew, the, the the writing crew, I guess, and the publisher um, that has a few more issues that he had um, brainstormed, uh, but whether anybody's going to take over or not is just an unknown, which sucks. Um, do you any of you guys know what Berserk is? Have you heard of it? Have you seen it? I've seen some of it, and it's interesting to me, but you know, with all other animes that have more interest to me, like, you know, the daily ones that I keep up on a daily basis, mm-hmm. like, I've just never gone back to it, but eventually I will finish it, but I, I like what I saw so far, but yeah, to hear this that he passed and his vision is never will probably never be completed. Yeah, that 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 is sad to hear stuff like this. Yeah, um, just just imagine if you know the creator of One Piece just passed away the next day, and you'll never know how One Piece was supposed to end through his vision. You know, somebody else might take over and finish it, but it sucks. You know, he's been writing it since the '80s, so it's a very long running series, and he had a great vision for it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. I finally caught up on it. I finally finished it. And now it's going to be the worst cliffhanger in the world <laughs> to ever exist because nobody will ever know how it's supposed to end. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. Um, but let's talk about something else that's fun. Ben, you and I, we got to read something. Oh, we it did. Was called the, 
Dragon Ball Super manga. Yes! The newest issue came out, an issue that a lot of people were looking forward to. And so le- leaks, le- yeah, leaks came out about it, and the leaks said that a lot of people are going to be pissed off <laughs> because it's supposed to change the mythos of Dragon Ball, in particular Barduck, to the point where nothing makes sense in Dragon Ball, which, I'm sorry, Dragon Ball has kind of always never made sense, and it always had a lot of loopholes in it that they just kind of forgot about. Um, but after reading it, I don't see any problems with it at all. I don't see any loophole. There. Actually, I see one loophole, which we'll get into, but everything else doesn't really change anything that happened. Um, yeah. So let's get into it. Um, we get the, the issue is really all about Bardock fighting gas uh, back in the day when Granola was still a child. And the whole thing was Goku and Vegeta and Granola, they can't beat Gas, but somehow Bardock was able to do it. Um, and this was the big story because uh, the, the, the Mickey in there was telling them the story of how Bardock was able to beat him. Um, so, yeah, the issue was pretty much a giant fight scene issue. Um, Bardock Which I liked. Got, yeah, Bardock got some hits in, uh, but he also got his ass kicked off pretty much the entire fight. Um, we saw Granola finally transform. Or not granola, Jesus. Gas transformed into his, you know, berserk animal state that yeah. we saw him do against Goku before uh, his boss, whose name I always forget, um, kind not of Bojack. brought him back to his senses. What is it? Alec, right? Or something like that? I think it's like Alec. Alec okay. I think. Yeah. I, so I can't he, he, yeah, he transforms and he beats the shit out of Bardock. There's a moment where he creates like a giant mace and hits Bardock's in the arm and like essentially breaks his arms or pierces through them. It was pretty cool moments. Um, but the big moments that happened here was um, the Namekian gathering the Dragon Ball. And yeah. essentially his plan was to send Bardock back to his home planet with the Dragon Balls to save his life. Yeah, get a Broly in. Uh, yeah, Bardock though refused. So apparently the dragon couldn't send him back because he refused to go back. It's essentially the same thing that happened with Goku. Yeah. Um, when they tried to bring Goku back after Namek, and they found out that Goku A was and alive, and that he's refused to come back. Kind of during um, Namek as well, where he asked for everyone but him and Frieza. Yeah, but then nobody else got a choice. Purunga right. just did it. Whereas yeah. here, the dragon gave Bardock the choice if he wanted to go or not. Yeah. Um, and he, Purunga also gave Goku the choice whether he wanted to come back or not after, after they found out he was alive. Yeah. <laughs> Which he said he didn't want to come back yet. Um, no, but Bardock refused. Oh, oh. Let my kids well, suffer. That... <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> um, oh, God, I got so three this of those. Where... <laughs> so this is kind of where it gets a little iffy. Um, so the, the Macon telepathically asked Bardock, what does he want? Like, what wish does he want? And pretty much Bardock just says that he wants his kids to grow up and survive. Right? Yeah. Well, that, that was essentially the gist of what he wanted. Well, thrive. He wants them to thrive. Thrive, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was it. So I don't know what kind of wish or what the dragon could have done with that wish, but I guess maybe in the mythos, it makes sense if that's like how Goku and Raditz survived. Maybe yeah. the dragon had some sort of influence of Raditz being off planet and Bardock being able to get Goku off planet. I don't know. Um, but. You know, that, that was kind of the big moment there. The other big moment came when Gas is pretty much about to kill Bardock. 
And they get into a conversation about why Bardock isn't giving up because Bardock can't win. And his whole spit was you fight to win. You know, you have to win if you're going to fight. If you're going to run away, then, you know, you're not fighting or whatever his stance was. But essentially, you fight no matter what to win. Like, winning is the only thing that matters. Um, And through that, he gets some unlocked power. Now, at first, because it's black and white, you would think that Bardock somehow went ultra instinct. (laughs) And I say this because he one-shots gas after he gets this new awakened power. He blasts him with his, um, I don't remember what his move is called when he uses the one-arm attack. Um, the, the tyrant? He, he, yeah, he used it against Frieza, and like his yeah. attack just evaporated in Frieza's death ball, if you remember. Yeah. Um, but he does it to Gas, and he essentially knocks Gas out with it, um, yeah. turning him back into a kid. He basically went, you uh, fool! <laughs> right? Um, yeah. But he's still all beat up and weak. Um, but... I believe it's Ray's, right? Is that it? Elix, sorry, Elix. Elix. From what I remember, he shows up and Bardock is like, he's he's about to kill um, Bardock because he's all beat up. And he gets interrupted by the Namekian who gets in the way of his attack, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, no, no. That was Gauss. Gauss threw the spear. Yeah. That was before that. Yeah, so he shows up to kill Bardock, Elik does, and he shoots him with a blaster and hits Bardock in the arm. Yeah. And Bardock far, falls off a cliff um, and gets knocked out, and Elik decides he's not worth it. He needs to go meet up with Frieza. Yeah. And there's also hints that they were telling Bardock, Gas, and Elik that Frieza was about to destroy his planet. Like the Saiyans. Yeah, and they even joked, to, by the way, about the dub version of it being a meteor. It's like, a meteor <laughs> yeah, might hit right? your planet soon. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So, so the the making eventually finds Bardock and heals him. Um, yeah. But one thing I did forget to mention is Gas actually rips off Bardock's tail. Yeah, rips it off. He's like, no more giant ape form for you. Um, but that's essentially how the the issue ends. You know, Elik and Gas leave. Bardock kind of just remains on the planet with the making, and that's kind of where the issue ends. So, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good issue. To be honest with you, even though I hate Bardock, I don't give a shit for that character. Yeah. Um, but like I said, the only major plot thing that I noticed that changes things is how did Bardock get his tail back in the Brawley movie? Because <laughs> he had magic, it. <laughs> and we know they can grow their tails back. Because we, oh! I don't want to say they can grow their tail because they can only do it with their kids. GT doesn't count because that's not canon. <laughs> <laughs> But Gohan was and Goku grew their tails back when they were kids, but they never did when they were adults. Um, so yeah, that's literally the only thing that I can see where there'd be a big plot changing scenario. You know, you can say yeah. Bardock went Ultra Instinct for a second. I don't think he did. I think he just got you know this random power boost that Saiyans get when they get angry, like pre Super Saiyan transformation. You know. Yeah. Um, but other than that. Um, I was expecting when they talk about how it changes everything. Like I literally expected Bardock to go Super Saiyan against Gas, and that's how he beat him. Um, but to me, I literally think I the, the think, only reason yeah, I do ahead. think this is a version of Ultra Instinct, though. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a complete version or anything like that. But uh, with Whis talking previously to Goku about looking back at your history and remembering things, 
I think mm -hmm. this is Goku's family's line of Ultra Instinct. Now, do I think it's I anywhere guess, near but... complete? No. No, I don't think it's anywhere near complete. But I, 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 I don't know. I feel like something is up with that. Yeah, and that's the weird thing. Like, in my opinion, if, if he was able to achieve it fighting some random dude who was trying to kill two people he didn't even know or give a shit about, quite honestly, um, does that mean he potentially could have survived the destruction of Planet Vegeta? When Frieza destroyed it? Like, if he was able to achieve some weird form of Ultra Instinct, that would have mean he would have survived. Because I think he would have tapped into yeah. it again. Um, but I don't think he did. Um, but also, then again, you, there's Dragon Ball, he can randomly show up at some point. Um, personally, I think Gas just ran out of power. I think he went Berserk mode, and he just exhausted himself. That's why Bardock was yeah. able to beat him. And I think that's literally what the what's going to happen here is I think Goku is essentially just going to exhaust him because he already seems a little exhausted. Um, he's not able to use instant transmission as we saw in the issue before to catch up to Goku after he left him with Whis and go back to the planet they were on. He had to fly back. He wasn't able to instant transmission that shit like Goku did. Um, I think that's what the, the key to beating Yas is. He's going to exhaust him because it's one of those things where, like, hey, I have all this new power that was just given to me by a wish and I haven't trained with it, aka Frieza, and he's just going to run out of power <laughs> really quickly. So I think that's literally what, what Goku is going to see out of this trick or the, the, the story that was told to him to make it. Um, because there's nothing in there that really showed like literally how Barda killed, beat Gas. Like he just said a few words, got a power boost and beat him. Goku has already achieved the, essentially what we believe is the, the, the main power that you can get, which is Ultra Instinct. And that wasn't even enough to beat Granola. So what else is there, you know? I don't think that issue really showed us how Bardock beat Gas. <laughs> I think there was a subtle thing in there that we we're supposed to pay attention to, and I believe that's what it was. Gas just ran out of power. <laughs> um, but anyway, your, your thoughts then, I guess, Ben, overall. I will say I did a multi-summon on Dragon Ball Legends while we were talking about that. God damn it. <laughs> and I pulled the new androids. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I guess I'll ask got... Alfonso from him hearing us talk about it then. I thought I it was a good chapter. Comment. That's it. Oh, okay, sorry. Go ahead, Ben. No, I thought it was a good chapter. I, I enjoyed it because I like I like Bardock, so I'm biased. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. Thank thank you for more Bardock. I, I, <laughs> I can see why people are pissed because it looks like technically I guess Bardock should be stronger than Freezer. Because he'd be gas, but then you have to remember gas wasn't yeah. the most powerful at the time. <laughs> yeah, but you I know. feel like gas is much stronger than first form freezer. Uh, probably, yeah. Like he might not be the strongest, but he's definitely stronger than first form for certain. So, mm. which meant that I'm guessing the only reason why reason why Bardock lost was because he was weakened from this, which is why people might be annoyed. Also, Raditz didn't do much thriving because he arrived on Earth and got killed by Goku. Ah, we'll talk about that in a little bit, Ben. <laughs> Because we might be all wrong about Raditz here very soon. But uh, Alfonso. Yeah, I'm, I'm just curious when Frieza is going to make his appearance. That's it. Right? I've been waiting for this for like <laughs> 10 issues now, man. <laughs> also, it wasn't because... supposed to end before the movie. <laughs> the movie would be out now. They're probably very happy that the movie got delayed because now they can drag it out. <laughs> yeah. uh... Unless they're the ones who did the, the, the breach to purposely delay the movie. <laughs> uh... Alrighty then. Alfonso has not much to say, which makes sense because he doesn't read it. 
Um, but let's move on then. We officially have a release date for Dragon Ball Super superhero movie. Yay! Yay! Uh-huh. And I forgot what it is. What is it? June twenty third. Yeah, which you kind of leaked last time because you're like, it'll be out June. We're like, no. no. <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, it's June. We're like, no, there's no release date. And you're like, June yeah, it's 11th, definitely sorry. June. June 11th is when it's coming out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, and I, I'm, I'm drinking delicious Gohan sweat right now. Oh, God. Go, Gohan white grape flavor. Um, so yeah, Dragon Ball Super Superhero is finally releasing June 11th in Japan. I was hoping that this delay would allow them to make a simultaneous release, um, but I guess not. So who knows when we're still going to get it now. Um, so yeah, I'm sure all of us are going to have it spoiled for us before we get to see it ourselves, unless we watch the Japanese version with subtitles somehow. Um, but we're going to talk about some leaks, if that's okay. Alfonso, you don't care about leaks, uh, right? Before we go into oh, no. leaks... I don't feel it, yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, before we go to leaks, Dragon Ball Legends, which is where I just pulled the androids to go check out the androids, they're awesome. Um, announced their Dragon Ball Legends Dragon Ball Super crossover. Um, yeah, even though the movie's been delayed, there's going to be a crossover between um, Superhero and Legends. Um, and it's going to, what we know so far, it's going to be uh, Gamma 1 and Gamma 2, which is the two robots. We don't know anything else or how we're going to get them, but they announced them. That there will be a Dragon Ball Legends ca- two characters. So yeah, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which means so that Duncan about... might have them at some point. <laughs> at some point, I'm sure they will. They would have yeah. to. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be like free to play units too, like together. Yeah, join they look like they're free to play in Legends. Units. Yeah, um, I'll be waiting for that with yeah. excitement. I mean, Android. Um, they need it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about some weeks. If you don't want weeks, um, I guess fast forward. 10 minutes? I don't know. I don't know how long we're going to be talking about it. Um, so yeah, shall we then? Because these weeks are kind of exciting. Uh, first off, one of the weeks that's pretty much already been confirmed by official art is Gotenks will be in this movie, but it's going to be fat Gotenks. Mac Daddy Gotenks. Super fat Mac Daddy Gotenks. I'm actually, I'm actually excited about fat Gotenks. Um, apparently he's going to be featured because he's in a lot of promotional art now. Um, and he looks pretty cool, I think. Um, your guys' thoughts, fat Gotenks. Are you excited or not? I'm super excited. I mean, we kind of guessed from the start from the image of the poster uh-huh. with the pose. And yeah, I, uh, there's always a fusion in these movies. And if there's no Goku, then, then clearly they weren't going to fuse Piccolo and Gohan to go Gokulo. Um, <laughs> not yet, at least. <laughs> so yeah, it makes sense. And that would that way, if it's fat Gotenks, it's probably going to be the, the chubby science guy that they fight. Uh-huh. Um uh-huh. So yeah, I I I was expecting Go Tanks. I'm excited though. I wish it was normal Go Tanks though, just because I want an actual fight. But yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? They they might still get it. But right now, yeah, it's Fat Go Tanks. <laughs> fat Go Tanks equals comic relief. Yeah, and I'm maybe. okay with that. I'm I'm okay with that. Okay, okay. Um, there were some other images that leaked of Goten doing a Kamehameha and um trunks doing something as well so i think they will fight separately before they decide to fuse so clearly they're going to fight somebody that individually they're not able to do, so they try to fuse so yeah the other major spoilers then shall we um the first one you brought up ben uh and that was the yeah. um the manga artist of dragon ball super 
recently yeah. drew and released a brand new illustration of Android 13. And his trucker hat. And his trucker hat. He has a little bit of change with his overalls, because I don't think he had the overalls in the original one. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I thought he did. Did he? I think, yeah, he did, because when he then turned to blue, it, it they ripped off. Okay. Um, yeah, but you couldn't really was... see it because of his his jacket or whatever whatever no, he's he, went over his head. He was topless. Was he? I'm looking at the pictures now. He was like, yeah, well, not topless, but he had like a jacket on to cover his nips. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. So no, he didn't have a overall. No, no, he didn't. No, see. Okay. Uh, well, he released a, a brand new illustration of him, and obviously, yeah. this got people thinking. Oh, is you know this movie centered around the Red Ribbon Army? Android 13 was Red Ribbon Army character from the movies, so he wasn't necessarily canon. Uh, why would he randomly decide to do an illustration? So now there's rumors that Android 13 is going to appear in the movie. And this rumor comes with another rumor you shared also, Ben, that apparently yeah. every Android is going to appear in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So that means Bad Boy Cell might be making a comeback, Alfonso. He has to. He has to. <laughs> they promoting Gohan for some reason. Okay, this is Gohan's redemption or comeback. They come on. I, I I've been waiting for this fight for a very long time, and it, it needs to happen. Okay, I need to see my rematch with Gohan himself. Okay, we we got Goku and Freezer too many damn times. Okay, time to focus on somebody else. This is what I want. Give it to me. Give it to me. Well, well you know, <laughs> they're promoting Gohan because Pan gets kidnapped yeah. and he kind of has to go rescue her. Yeah. It's the but, band hey, rescue arc. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still don't think we're going to see Cell. I, uh, we might, but I think the other rumor is what the truth is. What it's going to really be the other leak. Yeah, and let's get to that other leak. That other oh, leak about the thirteenth yeah. stuff before that. Um, Dragon. When they were talking about all the superhero stuff before they got to mm -hmm. superhero, uh, Legends was like, "Oh yeah, we're we we're, we're giving a Zenkai boost to uh, Android 13. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, Zenkai is an easy A in Dokkan. So there was no units that kind of tied into this unit until, like, the last Zenkai was not androids, really. So it's kind of weird that they just dropped Android 17 and 18, and then they announced, oh, yeah, we're Zenkai in 13, too. Um, so, yeah. All right, carry on. Uh, before I get to the major, major leak that came out, another thing that was essentially confirmed was through a lot of the character illustrations that they've released so far, um, which is the one I said where Goten's doing a Kamehameha. Uh, yeah. One of the other ones was Brawly. So Brawly is going to officially be in this movie in some capacity. Um, well, you could see him in the in the trailer. Yeah, we see him a, a small glimpse of in the trailer. Yeah. You're right. Um, but obviously, the role, how big the role he's going to play yeah. is still unknown. I'm pretty sure it's going to be very small where he's probably training with Goku yeah. and Vegeta on um, Beerus's planet. Yeah, I don't. Who, think by the way, we still haven't seen. We haven't seen Beerus in any trailer no. or promotional art at all, uh, which kind of makes me sad because I love. He that could character. be. A, he could, to be honest, he could just be asleep. I still love Beerus. Beerus and Whis make Dragon Ball now. Without them, it's not Dragon. Ball. <laughs> but yes, the major leak that came out um, was at first people thought it was a joke and it was made up because it was so low quality. But then a oh, higher quality image of it came out. And yeah. that was an image of Raditz apparently being tended to 
in one of those water chambers that they used for um, Android 17 and 18 when they open up the casket. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Raditz. Um, so that sparked a lot of major things because we know there's a mystery character in the big chamber that they've released an image of. And it was like, who's in this chamber? Um, who's could that it potentially Pokemon? Be, yeah, could it potentially be Raditz? Which it seems like it might be. Um, somehow maybe transformed into an android of some kind. Um, revived with the Dragon Balls? Who knows? But, Ben, your thoughts. Is Raditz in this movie, do you think? Is this week real? Is it fake? And what are your thoughts? I hope it's real? not real. I really hope it's not real. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want him to be back as an android. That'd be weird. Um, but at the same time, I don't want Cell to be back. Yay. If I if I, if I had a choice, well, I don't like the rehashing of villains. Like, if I had a choice, I would pick 21 as being in the pod. Like, that's just me because I would like to make 21 actually canon. And, um, like, the pod, because rem- 21 was like Cell, but with Boo, Boo, yeah, Boo Cells wasn't it as well. It's like Android, but with Boo. So yeah. I kind of like the idea of the pod having 21 because it looks a bit like a mechanical version of Boo's pod. Like, yeah, the, the the, mm-hmm. the ceiling for fat boy it kind of looks like yeah, that yeah, yeah. so i would love if it to be 21 because that way it's a reference to cell and the boo like the boo pod um but yeah i there's a huge chance it's probably going to be cell or um now I, yeah, I don't know we'll see or maybe raditz who knows yeah the i saw the image a while ago but i didn't post it but to just because the image looked so bad that raditz looked like it was a 2d cutout that was stuck over the scene mm-hmm. so I, I didn't want to get Gary's hopes up. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's like, here you go, Gary Raditz. A, t- a 2D sticker of Raditz on a 3D scene. <laughs> well, you know me, man. I, I love that character. I don't think that character got a fair shake after his death, quite he honestly. Didn't. I think they could have done so much more with that character, especially him being Goku's brother. You, know, you think Goku would try to at least maybe visit him in hell like he does Frieza and try to reconcile with him in some way shape or form i don't know it's probably not he um, shouldn't be there anymore right raditz yeah what do you mean he shouldn't be there anymore? remember that uh what's good souls get reborn after a certain amount of time so technically really? yeah from what dra- how dragon ball works is there's there's a hell but doesn't it's not supposed to fully exist like it's there for a temporary thing um a soul yeah. when someone dies they go to the afterlife they get judged and then they get cleansed if they're evil. And then that soul is then put back into, you know, like recycled sort of thing once it's been cleansed. Interesting. Uh, that's yeah, why... I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they explained that when Goku died. Yeah. And he was talking to uh, well, King Yama. And also yeah, with, all... um, with Boo. You know, how they wanted he wanted to fight Oop. Like, he wanted mm. Boo to come back, but re- reformed. Mm. So Goku asking for it, like, kind of... Made, yeah, yeah, made them push the paperwork, basically. <laughs> they forced, they, they fast-tracked his soul through the the cleansing process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why Freezer's Hell is so different. That's why you don't see anyone else in Freezer's Hell. It's because Freezer is refusing to be cleansed because of how evil his soul is, and that's why he's still holding on. Maybe Raditz is doing the same thing. Who knows? I, 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 don't, unless, I don't think Raditz is, is unless, anywhere near Freezer's. <laughs> unless he never actually died. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, um, I just want to add then, um, if Raditz is in this movie, it kind of 
now makes a little more sense with the wish that Bardock made. Uh, yeah. He wanted his sons to thrive, so maybe this dragon is still fulfilling that wish. And Raditz is going to thrive. You know, maybe he never really did die, and the Red Ribbon Army was slowly working to fix him. Maybe he's still human, or Saiyan, I should say, but with a mechanical chest plate, you know? Mechanical, um, haha. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that would open up a whole can of worms for, for the story, because now... Not only do you have a Saiyan who can get stronger every time he fights, uh, a Saiyan who can transform, he's now also an android with infinite energy. So now you have an infinite energy Saiyan. <laughs> and that's terrifying to think about. Uh, I kind of want Goku to like piss him off. And Red is like, aha, big brother. No, little brother. And Goku, I can do that too. And then he goes Super Saiyan 3. And then look, my hair is like yours now. <laughs> oh, he just goes Super Saiyan and says, Haha, I am actually Super Saiyan. Pretty <laughs> Um Adding to this a little more uh, weird evidence or coincidences, if you'd like, um, the new V-Jump also confirmed that Super Dragon Ball Heroes, the card game, is getting brand new cards of Android 13 and Raditz. <laughs> really? But yeah. That basically confirms Raditz, and I think. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's Super Saiyan three Raditz, but he's transformed like he was in the in the fight that he had in the episode that we. But thirteen was never featured. But they have two new cards of those two characters in V Jump, and that those cards are literally coming out with brand new cards of Gohan and Piccolo's new awakened form as well. Yeah, Mystic Piccolo, <laughs> Mystic Piccolo. So all those cards, along with the uh, androids and Pan as well are all coming out in the same bundle for Dragon Ball Heroes. So yeah, again, <laughs> it might be And cool. then Dokkan released a Raditz card for some reason. <laughs> Original Raditz, yep. Yeah. So yeah, so... Um, I'll be excited for Raditz. I really will, because it would make sense with the wish that Bardock made. If that is the big thing that's supposed to happen, like Raditz is somehow alive, um... I would love for Raditz to be alive. Obviously, it will be interesting how they do Raditz without mm. really Goku. But then again, Raditz has major beef with Gohan because Gohan was the one who fucked Raditz up yep. when he was yep. when he was a child. Yep. <laughs> and Piccolo's um, having flashback. He's like, "Oh God, do I have to kill Gohan to kill Raditz again?" Uh, yeah. You never know. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I guess the wild card then would be Android Thirteen if he does make an appearance here. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. With, with his yeah. soccer hat. Just so you know, Cell is trending a lot on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> that's my boy. But that's Here probably because of Dokken Battle. Yeah, it's probably because of Dokken Battle, but he has been yeah. been trending. Um, I don't think they will bring Cell back. Um, it'll. I think it'll make a lot of people happy, obviously, because they've been wanting Cell since they brought Frieza back. Um, Why don't they I bring don't back the Cell so. Juniors? Yeah, Cell Juniors are around. Yeah, who yeah, says that Cell can't technically live through one of them? Um, but yeah, the other manga from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in the manga. I read it. One of the Cell Juniors was there. No, they actually got a spin-off supposedly of their own. Oh, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah, a bonus chapter. Um, so. All right, Alfonso. Yes. Your uh, thoughts on all the leaks and stuff we've talked about? Uh, as for thirteen, uh, I, I really don't care for thirteen. I mean, I mean the meme. The meme is the funniest thing. Him punching Goku nuts. That's the best. That's not a meme, dude. That actually happened in the movie, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? They make memes of it. 
but that's the best thing of 13. But other than that, I, I don't, he's like one of my least favorite androids. So I don't care for him. Radis, like you, Gary. Um, Radis is underrated. They, they could have done a lot with him. I mean, it's because of Radis, Goku kind of learned who he is. You know, he tells him where he's from and what things do, right? Which I, I appreciate because we didn't know at the time what Goku was. Um, he's the only saying that has attacks named after the days of the week. How cool so is good. that? Like, what you're Double saying Sunday. about Radis, yeah, Saturday Crush. Like, come on, did, oh, damn good. Um, yeah, like what you said about the the, the wish from uh, Bardock. Yes, it makes sense. Um, yes, it also makes sense for him to get revenge on Gohan because he's the only one that gave him his first, you know. That um, damage in terms of battle, so that does make sense. So, yes, if he does appear in the movie, I will be pleased, I will be happy. But I just want Cell, that's what I want. I want Cell. I really hope Cell is in that chamber. It was something about some words about a, a bigger threat is coming, and that image shown was shown. I just want Cell. That's it. That's it. That is it. I just want Cell. Yes, I know the king, the goat, Frieza. He is. I gotta give it to you, Gary, that Frieza is the goat. But I'm tired of seeing Frieza. Give me a different villain. I want Cell to be that next villain. That's it. That's all I want. The, the thing with Cell, though, is if they do bring Cell back, and, A, would it be the same Cell that has all the same memories that Cell had? Or is it going to be a brand new Cell who doesn't really know what happened to him? The other thing that bother, would bother me with Cell is if it is Cell, that would mean they probably got the DNA of Beerus and Whis as well. Because they've been yeah. on the planet for a while. And even Boo. Which, at that point, if Cell is in there, nobody can beat him. I don't give a shit what kind of bullshit story you want to put in. If he has Whis's and Beerus's DNA, you can't win. I'm sorry. Like, they can't beat him now. Okay, you're right. Nobody this, can beat either one of them, obviously. But this depends. This depends <laughs> on how long the Red Ribbon Army's been hiding. I mean, decades, probably. I mean, if their androids can take on, you know, Mystic Gohan after the Tournament of Power, which he's gotten a lot more powerful during that time, yeah. and Piccolo, who was also pretty powerful for that, but then you also have Boo to contend with, you know? I'm yeah. sorry, but as far as I know, nobody right now can still beat Boo on Earth outside of Goku and Vegeta, and even then, they probably still can't do it. <laughs> Boo is literally indestructible. Yeah, um, Boo would win. Vegeta and Goku would win, but Boo would win the, the overall battle. Yeah, so so clearly they Beerus, they've been Beerus tried to basically Hakai Boo and Boo just like Boo back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that's that's my only concern if they bring Cell back is either they nerf him and say they didn't like they did before, like we didn't need DNA after you came back to, which would be stupid, <laughs> you know. Um, so they can do the same thing as like oh after you know this happened and before Battle of the Gods, you know. They're like, oh, we didn't need Beerus and Weezes. Well, you know that that's a pop out in my opinion. <laughs> well, you could say it's less no no funding, like no funding. They have like a whole city in that movie, <laughs> like a red ribbon army yeah, city. But... Tell me, they got no funding? <laughs> how do we know how much funding they had when Beerus and Weez arrived? I think the better question is, how are they still operating without anybody knowing that they're still operating when Goku destroyed the entire red ribbon army? <laughs> how how did Bulma not know? Bulma seemed to know last time. Bomber probably knows and doesn't care. Yeah. The, the fact that we never even got told how Goku even knew Dr. Jiro 
Like yeah. that was just a random shit. It wasn't in the manga. No, it wasn't in the Bulma. anime. It wasn't in anything. It was Bulma. But Goku Bul- specifically says that he remembers a Doctor Jiro. No, I don't think so. I remember <laughs> I that Bulma. That te- Bulma tells him about him because um, mm. yeah, it was after Trunks talks about the androids. And Bulma's like, yeah, the, the lab. Bulma's like, we we could go go do that. Go do it now. And destroy it. And Goku's like, no. And Vegeta's like, no. And everyone's like, ah, oh, Saiyans. Mm. Or I'm getting confused with Dragon Ball Abridged. <laughs> I think you're getting confused with the movie too. Because <laughs> I specifically remember Goku talking about Dr. Jiro. <laughs> uh. um, but anyways, um, yeah, th- those will be my my big concerns with Cell. Because if, if it is the case that he has the DNA of Beerus and Whis and Boo, there's nobody that should be able to beat him at that point. And there's I nothing think even if he had just Boos, he would win. <laughs> he, would, he just need Boos. Yeah, and I don't even think... <laughs> Blue Gogeta or Vegito would be able to beat him because it, it's just it, it feasibly shouldn't be possible. At we that need Go Ghetto, the fusion of Gogeta <laughs> and Vegito. All right, <laughs> Go Go Getty. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm actually happy about how they've been going about promoting this movie because they're clearly still keeping a lot of secrets. Um, unlike the Broadway movie where they literally just spoiled the shit out of the whole movie. You know, the moment they showed Gogeta in that movie, we already knew how they're going to be brawling. Like that wasn't even a question at that point. Um, yeah. So I'm really happy they're they're keeping a lot of things more hidden this time around, and I hope they continue to do that up until June. I hope they don't release like a final trailer that like shows Raditz or Cell or Thirteen fighting because that's just going to spoil a lot. Of it. I want whoever's in that pod to remain a mystery until that movie. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anything else you guys wanted to add? Before we move on. Nope. Nope. I think that's it. Alrighty. Well, let's get into the anime of the month at this point. <laughs> um, yeah. This was an anime recommended by Shannon through Alfonso's choice. Unfortunately, Alfonso, your choice is out the window now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Shannon recommended to us Roka, Braves of the Six Flowers. And this was an anime I actually very much enjoyed. Personally, yes, it was really good. It was definitely more than what I was expecting it to be. I was expecting this to be your typical, oh, this group gathers to go and defeat the main villain, which it pretty much was up until you mm-hmm. got to episode three and yeah. it turned into a freaking whodunit mystery story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I fucking love the shit out of that. One of us is the fake. Best. Guess who? Yeah, it turned into a clue, an episode, like a whole mo- uh, show of clue for me, and I freaking loved it. I really did. Um, so yeah, uh, it, it pretty much is about six characters who are destined to defeat the Demon Lord, who awakens. I think like they said every three hundred years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they're chosen uh, by this goddess who first defeated the Demon Lord and drove him back. And they're chosen by getting uh, six, uh, they get, uh, not six, they get chosen by a lotus flower that uh, appears on their on their body, a mark. Um, and that's who, how they know they're supposed to go and fight the demon. It usually picks like the most powerful and the strongest and pretty much the most worthy. And they're supposed to meet up at, in a certain location where the demon lord is supposed to come out and defeat him. Um, and we're kind of introduced to the first two characters, I would say. Um, I forget our main character's name now. Adelaide. Wow. Adelaide. What is it? He's the strongest Adelaide. man in the world. Adelaide. Yes, Adelaide. 
the strongest man which oh my god that was the worst part of that whole anime was the fuck every other line that yeah. he said yeah i'm the strongest in the in the world i'm the strongest oh. in the world which he's not even close i'm sorry no no <laughs> not no. even close no but yeah we're introduced to him and he defeats like a couple of dudes during the tournament he gets arrested for it because he's not allowed to, to participate in it and he gets visited by the princess of the castle well we don't know it was until later right yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like someone like also got arrested supposedly but we, we find out it's the princess oh she was a maid she showed up to him as a maid ah that was it um and pretended to be a maid and then he gets thrown into a cell for a few months i believe it is uh it's like a pit yeah. um until the faithful day came when the flowers appeared to them and they were branded so adoit obviously branded and he knew he was going to be because he's the strongest in the world um, i'm the strongest in the world yeah and she shows up and shows him her crest which is conveniently on her chest um yeah. and she breaks him out of prison and she's like a caster i believe um what is it what is it what is it i don't remember what it's called but she's essentially imagining she breaks yeah, him out only with females that has these uh, i can't remember because it's been a while i watched it but it's only females that have these special abilities like some have forests and and water and mountains I can't remember the exact words, but yeah, that's basically what they are. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. the females are. Yeah, only women can can have these abilities. Um, so yeah, they break out, they escape, and essentially they're only headed women to where become they're saints. I, yeah, I yeah. do feel saint bad for the the saint of salt. I think one of us. Who who, who Yeah, who there seems to power? be a, a saint of everything, right? Yeah, a, a saint of water, a saint of earth, a saint of trading cards. <laughs> I want to be the saint <laughs> of trading cards. <laughs> right um so they're going to defeat the demon ward and there's fiends you know his monsters mm -hmm. that he he has that help him and the fiends are pretty much just dinosaurs of yeah. different variations <laughs> um but they're they're tiny little di well, no, i don't say tiny they're they're pretty much mid-sized dinosaurs they're not like t-rex um so they encounter some of them on the way to you know the area they're supposed to fight and uh Adelaide encounters another flower user and her name is flamey yeah flamey flamey speed draw the characters have amazing names um and we learned that there is somebody who is hunting potential um heroes braves people who will braves yeah that's what they're called uh potential braves who can potentially get the flower um and somebody has been killing them and it's at the same time that adulate encounters flamey we are introduced to godov who was ordered by the king to hunt down the brave killer mm -hmm. and goldolf is essentially like the right hand man to the princess he's always by her. he's essentially her bodyguard mm -hmm. um, and he reveals to her that after many long years i believe it was he has finally discovered that the brave killer is actually flamey um who is the saint of gunpowder the Saint of Gunpowder, which is a brand new saint, apparently, because there is one character, um, the Saint of the Earth, Marta. Is it Marta? Marta Chester? Wait, was she mountains? She's not mountain? Ma I thought it was Maria. Mountain. Is yeah. it mountain? Yeah. Ma is, that, is that her name, Maria? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Maria, she knows the saints of everything, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we later find out that the Saint of Gunpowder is something she didn't know about, um, because it's brand new. But anyways, um, so Adelaide takes off with Flamey after she threatens to kill him. And she keeps telling him that if she finds out, 
if he finds out why she doesn't want to join up with the other Braves, that he'll kill her. If he finds out, he'll he'll want to kill her. And it becomes this whole thing for like two episodes that really pissed me off. Where it's like, all of this could have been solved if you just were honest <laughs> and just told people shit. Which seems to happen with a lot of animes. Like, they keep stupid secrets. Um, but yeah, they, they eventually get to this temple town that was besieged by fiends. And Adelit and Flamey, they find out that there is a ritual that you can do that once they are through uh, the, this pathway that leads to the demon god, um, they can activate a ritual that will create this fog. Uh, around this big area so no fiends will be able to get in or out but then if mm-hmm. anybody else is trapped in this fog they will be stuck there until the fog mm-hmm. is lifted mm-hmm. um so him and flamey they get the instructions to this um trap essentially um and that's when they encounter the princess and Goldoff. and they get into a fight because Goldoff is trying to kill flamey because he she's the brave killer and that's when Adwood finds out but he still defends her and he they find out that he that she killed two braves, but there's one brave that she didn't kill, and that's the um, saint of the sun, I believe it is. Um, and this becomes very important uh, in the story um, because they believe that the saint of the sun is also dead, but Flamey says that she didn't kill her. And the saint of the sun is one of the, I think, original saints that defeated the um, yeah. demon god. So she's been around for like 600 years. Um, but she's like super old now, I guess. They, they talk about she's really old. She can't really walk anymore. But she, her power to, to, to use the sun is still very much evident. Um, so yeah, they, they essentially join up. Uh, they still don't trust Flamey. But Adwit, you know, gets them to, to trust her. So as they're get, making their way to the temple, they're ambushed by the, 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 the fiends. Uh-huh. And the princess tells Adelaide to get to the temple as quickly as possible and they'll fight off the fiends. So Adelaide goes, he finds some woman who's injured and she tells him he needs to get into the temple as quickly as he can. He goes in, he can't open the temple, so he blows the door up. When he blows the door up, he gets attacked by two knights that are like supposed to be guarding the temple. Mm-hmm. And when he defeats them, he sees that the area is starting to get enveloped in fog. And he's like, what the hell is going on? Because he didn't activate the device. And then he sees that the woman that he saved was a fiend in disguise. And that transforms into like some crazy ape book and thing and takes off. He gets into the temple and he sees that the sword is already inside. Uh, so, so to activate the ritual, you put the sword in. You put your hand on one of the tablets and you say some incantation and it creates the fog. So everybody starts showing up. You know, Flamey, Goldov, uh, the princess. And then little by little, we get introduced to the other characters. We get um, Mara, who yeah. is the only one who actually has the key to open the temple door. It was mm-hmm. given to her. Um, we are introduced to uh, Shamot, who's a little girl who's apparently yeah. one of the strongest people yes. in the world. And- He's constantly yeah. telling, telling um, Adwit, I'm the strongest in the world, not you. So they're always bickering about that. <laughs> uh, okay. She only listens to Mario. Mario yeah, she only listens yeah. to Mario. And we're introduced to Hans, who talks like a cat and acts like a cat. Yeah. He has a Favorite tail. character. Favorite character. Yeah, he was um, great. He's also the most shady character. Um, yes. And I think that's everybody, right? Yep, that's everyone. Yeah, so if you yeah. count, there is seven characters. 
and each one of them has a flower. But there's only supposed to be six, six mm-hmm. graves. And what they realize now is that the trap has been activated. So they're stuck in the temple. And they try to get out. Uh, Adelaide and Hans try to run out and create, you know, paths. But they keep ending up in the same spot. It's one of those traps where like, if you go through the wrong door, you just end up in the same room, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what the fog is creating. So they're trapped. And there's seven of them. They each show off their flower, the the mark of the flower. So they each have one, but clearly one of them is lying. One of them is not supposed to be there. And that's literally what where the show, in my opinion, really starts going. Is yeah. this is what the show is now? Yeah. Once this happens, this is what the show becomes. Who cares about the demon lord at this point? Nobody gives a shit about that. It's about who trapped them because one of them trapped them in this area, and who is it? And I freaking loved every moment of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because they do such a fantastic job, in my opinion, of making certain characters look like they did it. You know, obviously, everybody thinks it's Flamey because she's, you know, the, the brave killer. And then during interrogations and stuff, we find out that she's actually half fiend, half human. Uh, her mom was created essentially in a lab to mate with a human male and have her so she can essentially kill humans and work for the for the demon lord. Um, and obviously she doesn't want to do that. Her mom betrayed her, and she wants to kill the demon lord now. Um, but there's a lot of things that go into the mystery. You know, we find out that um, no fiends can enter the temple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So none of them are really a fiend, so it has to be a human that's helping the fiend. Um, the, you know, um, during the interrogations and stuff, you know, they try to pin it on flamey you know adelaide continues to defend her but it essentially comes down to the point where hans because he's an assassin we find out who's only going to fight the demon lord because the king is paying him a shit ton of money he kind of deduces uh because he's actually smarter than he looks yeah of nobody could like the, the idea that adelaide had was somebody had to have been in a temple before he blew the door but like there's literally no way to get into the temple like there's only one way through that door you know so nobody could have been in the temple and he tries to like come up with ideas oh maybe they went through the ground they blew a hole in the ground and then reconstructed it using some saint powers but maria says that there is no saint that is able to do that um because she literally knows every saint except the saint of gunpowder which is brand new um so Hans essentially breaks it down little by little of who could have done it. And essentially it falls on Adelaide because Adelaide was the first one there uh-huh. and thus nobody else could have like, because there's really no, no other way it could have been done to break into the temple and do this. So they blame uh, Adelaide. And during a commotion where they kind of essentially attack him to kill him, because I guess the only way to lift the, the, the trap is to either kill the person who started it or for them to deactivate it themselves. Um, so they attack him and he uses a whole bag of tricks and stuff like that, like um, firecrackers, smoke bombs, things like that. Yeah. And he takes Flamey hostage. He knocks her out with, with like a sweeping dart needle, knocks her out and kidnaps her. He takes off, but not before Hans is able to throw a dagger right into his back, injuring him. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he escapes, he passes out, but when he wakes up, he realizes that Flamey actually bandaged him up, 
but she doesn't trust him. She believes that he is the bad guy. Um, and she leaves and she says, the next time I see you, I will probably kill you. Um, but she lets him off the hook that one time because he was nice to her. And um, So yeah, now he has to come up with a plan. He's trying to prove that he's not the bad guy while everybody else is out to get him except yeah. for the princess. She believes he is 100% innocent. And Goldolf, we find out, is in love with her. And yeah. he thinks that she's in love with him. That's why she's defending him and he's jealous. And she pretty much just kind of tells him, look, I know how you feel. But this is not the time to talk about, right? It was at this uh, point that I really thought it was him because of how they was foreshadowing him. Like, uh, the princess would talk to him, and he had his head down. You know, he didn't, he didn't really say much. He, he was adamant about that Adley is the person. I really thought that Gogol was the person, that he was the fake the fake brave based on how he was portrayed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. it's crazy because, like, when they were interrogating him as well, he gave Goldov that look. It's like, what, like, he gave him, like, a look, and it, like, zoomed into Goldov's eyes and stuff, and they really, I think he kind of maybe thought Goldov was the bad guy as well, but before we go on, like, you thought it was Goldov. Ben, during this whole time, who did you think it was? Obviously, after you finished it, you knew who it was, but before then, who did you oh, think it was? I'm trying to remember her name. I was looking at the Wikipedia. Uh, I thought it was the tall lady, if I'm honest. Mario. Got a, the mountains. Yeah. I found it very suspicious that she knew everyone, but didn't know this one. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm with I did, you. I was like, "That's really strange." Like, why would you need to know everything about all of them? Like, if you're the, uh, yeah, yeah. And I agree with yeah. you. I thought it was Mario too. And the only reason I thought it was Mario is because of the idea that uh, Adelaide had that somebody had to get to the temple before him and activate it and then leave yeah. while he was distracted. And who can do that except for the person who has the key? Yeah. She could have gone in, set the trap, and when he blew the door, just got away. You know what I mean? And yeah. nobody would have known that she went in because she's the only one who had the key. So that's why I thought it was her. Um, but yeah, so Flamey gets back and they decide to break off into teams. So the princess and Goldolf go to search for him in one direction. Um, Flamey and uh, Maria, they go off together and uh, Shamot and Hans remain at the temple in case Adelot comes back. Yeah. Uh, and Shamot is just a child who's wanting to just fight and destroy everything, so she kind of just goes off to play on her own. So Hans is left by himself to do to um, mm-hmm. figure things out. And at this point, uh, Goldov asks the princess who, why she thinks that Adelot is so innocent and who she really thinks is the person who did it. And she points the finger at Hans. Who better than the guy who knows everything about a temple? If somebody who knows about all the traps and how to get in, then he should surely yeah. know some way to get in and out without anybody knowing. Yeah. And it makes sense, you know? And plus, they kind of paint Hans as a villain. Obviously, his attitude, he's an assassin. The way he moves, the way he talks. They point a finger at him pretty well. Um, so... Adelot does what Adelot does. He goes back to the temple to try to get his toolkit, his his backpack or whatever, and try to figure out exactly what happened and how it happened. So, of course, he encounters Hans. Hans attacks him. They fight. And this is the first time we kind of realize that Adelot is not the strongest in the world because he couldn't even beat Hans. <laughs> um, but it was a cool fight. You know, they fought. Um, Adelot used a lot of tricks to try to get away from him. He blinded him at one point. And I believe Hans used um, his other senses to track him down when they were running. Yeah. Um, but eventually he 
corners Adelit, and Adelit decides to pull off one final trump card move. He takes off all his armor so Hans doesn't see uh, that he yes. has any, <laughs> any more weapons or hidden naked. Yes, fighting naked. He takes everything off, and all he has is his sword. I'm and the most naked one... man in the world. <laughs> and he has one <laughs> final trick, and he is able to shoot the blade of his sword out of the hilt and have it fly like yeah. a dagger. And he does it on purpose. He shifts it to the side so Hans notices it, and he shoots the sword out and hits one of the blades because Hans fights with two swords. It's one of the, one of the blades out of his hand. And he pretty much convinces him saying, hey, if I was the bad guy, I could have killed you right there and then. But I didn't. So then Hans is like, you're right. You're not the bad guy. And then he says, I'm the bad guy. I'm the one who did it. So Adelaide is like, holy shit, my gamble failed because he's the bad guy. And he tries to grab one of his weapons, but Hans jumps in and pretty much decapitates him. So we think. Because right after Adelaide opens his eyes and realizes that it was a hallucination. And that hallucination came from Hans by, I guess, Hans was able to dab him with some sort of hallucinogenic poison. Um, at some point, I don't, they never really explained when he did it. Uh, but essentially, that was how Hans found out 100% that Adelaide wasn't the, the traitor because the look on his face was pure fear of dying and being killed by essentially the traitor. Um, so Hans is now on Adelaide's side. By the way, yes. Um, it kind of reminded me of Kampachi from Bleach. I think it mm -hmm. was Kampachi where he he is so powerful, or at least his spirit is, um, that most opponents actually just see their own death when they fight him. Mm -hmm. Like, nice. Because, you know, chances are you're going to die if you fight him. So mm -hmm. you're like too afraid. That's why he nerfs himself in, in, the, in, the, in the show. <laughs> like, he, no, he wears a eye patch that drains his power and he has bells in his hair so that oh, his opponents can hear where he is so does not want to give himself an unfair advantage <laughs> no he, <laughs> he wants to give the opponents as much advantage as possible <laughs> <laughs> um so hans and adamant go back to the temple uh they regroup and stuff like that and they're still trying to figure out what's going on um so adamant starts to recall some things that were said. So we find out that Adelaide was the first one at the temple. Flamey, the princess, and Goldov came together after they killed all the fiends. They arrived at the same time. Uh, we find out that Maria and Hans were together at a campfire before they came to the temple. And Shamot was on her own when she showed up. But Shamot also says that she killed a big giant ape fiend that was running away from the temple. So we know she killed that thing, so they couldn't even question if they wanted. So um, Adelaide, he wants to ask Shamwat a specific question. Uh, so they get outside, and there's Shamwat walking towards them. And she doesn't care about anything. She just wants to fight and kill people. <laughs> and we've, we know that uh, her and Flamey fought before. And Flamey ran away from her because that's how powerful Shamwat was. Um, so she attacks both of them. And her power is apparently anything she eats lives inside her body forever. And she throws it up and it starts to fight for her. <laughs> it's a crazy ass power. Um, so she attacks them. And obviously, you know, they, they fought off these weird tentacle squid things. Um, but they're able to take her down. Uh, which is pretty funny because at the moment, like, Adelaide, like kicks Hans in the back in midair. <laughs> sends him flying towards her. Uh, but they're able to subdue her and tie her up. And 
I don't 100% remember the question that he asked. Do you remember by chance? Uh, no. Uh, but I guess oh, we've gone yeah, back to I, our previous way of doing that. <laughs> we were going to do I'm, like... Yeah, I'm sorry. It, it, it's just one of those animes where there's a lot of details. Yeah. That's why I was doing it that yeah. way. But we can skip most. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but yeah. Like we changed the question was, last time. When we're like, okay. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I get into it this way when the anime really figures. Uh, oh no, I understand. It was a good anime, so yeah. But yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, I remember the question that he was asking her was like, if she knew how to activate the trap, and essentially only a few yeah. people knew. Um. And then Adelaide came to the conclusion that there is actually an eighth person as well. Um, I thought you even said ninth that, at one point, wasn't it? Eighth and ninth? Or no, I think it was just eight. Um, okay. The eighth one was in the shadows, and the seventh one was among them. And he determined that the eighth one actually was the guy who told them how to activate the trap in the first place. So yeah. that was determined then. And essentially, well, I guess we will do it the old fashioned way. We'll fast forward through some more fight scenes. Uh, yeah. I like Adelaide the, the, confessing. The, the, yeah. Yeah, Adelaide confessing his love to Flamey, which I hated. Yeah, that made no sense. Yeah. That, to me, made no sense. Yeah, he knew her for three days, and he was in love with her, apparently. Um, I mean, she's yeah. got lovely eyes. And a strap to cover her chest, so that's it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but she tries to kill him again, and then Maria set a trap for Adelaide, uh, essentially telling everybody that Adelaide had attacked Hans and injured him, uh, yeah. so they all turned against him for that. Um... But essentially, it came down to one final area. that, And that area ended up being where they fought all the fiends and killed them all. And mm. Adelaide, essentially, with one final, I guess, stroke of luck, threw out an idea of what happened. And essentially, the idea is that they never activated the trap. What had happened was the area was so hot, because through the show, they're talking about how hot it was getting to where they're going, and they didn't know why it was. But essentially, he came up with the idea that the fiends had kidnapped uh, the saint of the sun, used her to create this high heat area, and then kill her, creating and activating some sort of trap contraption underneath the ground that surrounded the area that created mist. And the only way that yeah. would have happened is if cold would have reacted to heat. And, you know, when you breathe in cold air um, or breathe out, you see, like, your your yeah. breath, right? Uh, because it got super cold after it was activated. So what what essentially he deduced was the, the trap was activated not before, but after everybody was inside, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, and it was just an illusion to make them think that the trap had been activated, but it wasn't. And essentially, they all came to the same conclusion that it was only one person. And then it came to Adelaide to finally remember what had happened. And what had happened was everybody stood at the altar, but only one person did the the specific thing that they found out to activate it. And that person was the princess. Yeah. Surprising. Um, the one character who had defended Adelaide the whole time was actually the traitor, not yeah. one of the Braves. The helicopter flying by me. I thought, to be honest, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be the guard if it was going to be the princess. You thought it was going to be Goldolf instead? Yeah. If it was going to be either of those, I thought it was going to be Goldolf. Yeah, but no, it was the princess. It was a big surprise. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. A huge surprise. Yeah. Um, and this surprise came when they cut open one of the dead fiends that was never there when they fought them. And, you know, yeah. the body of the the saint of the sun was in its belly being digested. Um, uh-huh. 
so that panned out for him and the fact that um hans and shamot found a hidden contraption in the temple in one of the in underground like uh adelaide had suggested maybe they went underground of two tablets one talking about how to activate the ritual and one talking about how to disable it uh that she apparently had hidden somehow and replaced with fake ones that she destroyed um, mm-hmm. when she had a frenzy because she like went crazy like slashing out everything and it was at that point she destroyed yeah. the tablets after the trap so yeah um she was the traitor all along and her reasoning was <laughs> stupid <laughs> she wants fiends and humans to live in harmony right and the only mm-hmm. way to do that is to let the demon lord revive and essentially talk to him and have negotiations i guess yeah, that's not happening that's not and happening. at first they're like, okay, but how, you know, and she's like, it's going to, there's going to be a sacrifice, but it's a small one. And they're like, what, what, what's a small sacrifice? And she's like, oh, about 500,000 people. And they're yeah, like, what? This <laughs> is like half a million people will have to die for her idea. If it even is even going to work to succeed. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, she runs away from it. She gets away from them when they try to attack her. Um, they're able to lift the barrier. Uh, soldiers from from the capital come that she's a princess of, along with some native army as well. Um, but we get a wrench thrown into the mix because another character shows up who couldn't get in because the fog was activated. But now that it's lifted, she comes in and she knows Adelit and she knows uh, Maria. And yeah, we I find she, out that... I think she's the stain of blood? Or a saint of health? Yeah, she's like a healer, yeah. Um, but she also has a brave seal. <laughs> so once again, we're back to seven, and everything they just went through was pointless <laughs> because they're still a traitor. Somebody is still yeah. a traitor amongst mm-hmm. them. So it wasn't just the princess, and I don't think it's Goldolf anymore because Goldolf was completely distraught when he found Oh, her. he was a bitch when he found out what she said. Like, oh, that, yeah, I can't <laughs> believe you trust me, and... Like I had never, I had never had no intentions with you. Like he, he, it felt like he was about to give up. Like when, when it was going running and he didn't want to move nowhere. I said, "Oh come on, come on, up." Well, I mean, it makes sense. He's been protecting her since they were kids. You know, we find out. You know, she's eighteen, he's sixteen. So for essentially maybe ten years, he'd been protecting her, um, being her bodyguard and all. So it gotta make sense. Plus, he's in love with her. But yeah, but he was totally distressed. I don't think it's Goldoff. But who it is is very interesting because they all made a good point of why they weren't the ones, you know. Mm. And if I yep. was to utter a guess, quite honestly, I would say it is Hans because she pointed at Hans, and I don't think she was lying about Hans. I think she already knew that he was working with her. <laughs> so who knows? Um, so yeah, essentially they head off to fight the demon lord. The fog gets put back together by the armies that are there to trap uh-huh. them from coming but back through mm-hmm. there's more there is more there is another something? seventh brave that appears at the end yeah yeah that's what i said there uh, another one shows up and we're back to where we started okay okay <laughs> yeah the 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 girl with the glasses and yeah and the shorts and stuff who i think is the saint of childhood friend like saint of blood saint of blood okay that's what she's called yeah so that's what i was saying like there's still somebody among them that's not supposed to be there yeah. <laughs> But Adelaide and the whole team decides, like, we can't deal through this again. We'll have to figure it out later. We have to get moving. Yeah. 
so he he suggested that everyone put his trust into them into him because we can't yeah. believe who is the seventh or who's the mm-hmm. fake. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he still keeps talking about how he's the strongest in the world, even I'm though he really lost every fight he he lost every fight he was in, like every single one of them he lost on his own. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, it ends there. Um, and I'm pissed off because there's no second season. There is one on the way eventually. Is there? Because this came out in 2015. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> so in a way. I'm pissed off because I'm not going to see, you know, the Demon Lord fight and all that. But then I'm also happy because this was essentially a whodunit mystery and it could have just been an isolated thing and I'm happy with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, sorry that took longer than the last two. Like I said, I was really into it. Uh, but, Ben, your final thoughts then and the score I thought you it was pretty get. good. The animation was great. Um, I can't remember how we rate things. My brain is... Oh, just the score of what you thought the animation Okay, was. good. Um, an eight. I I like the animation. The fight scenes were cool. The mystery was fun. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. An eight already, Alfonso. <sighs> this was a hard week. Well, not a hard week. Watching this was hard. Shannon Shannon put me through a lot. She wanted me to rate every episode that we watched. I said I'm not doing that, but I had to do it anyway. Um, yeah, she didn't like my she didn't like, <laughs> she didn't like my ratings <laughs> for each episode. <laughs> um, I give her credit. I, I wasn't expecting her to do a good job picking with this being her first recommendation. I love that it was a it's basically clue who done it. Yes, it's basically that. I love that. Um, Adlet being the strongest that pissed me off because you're not the strongest. If you were the strongest, you would have never got injured in none of your battles. You would have won all your battles. But for the fact that you did, yeah, you're not the strongest. I think you're the best when it comes to planning and strategically avoiding certain situations yes you're good at that but the strongest in the world no that that that's not that's that has to go to um who's who, who's the, the little girl um Gambot. yeah yes she is the strongest she is right when she said that um i was not expecting the princess to be a traitor like i said i i was expecting gold off to be it which again i i hate him as far as towards the ending because of how he was so distraught and disappointed when he found out what she done. Um, favorite character was Hans. I, I didn't really care for the the hissing of the cat, but his fighting style and him being smarter than he looks. Yes, I was very impressed by that. Um, even though I love that it was a clue mystery type uh, anime, I was kind of it, it dragged on too long in terms of the episodes that they're staying focused on who was the seventh. I get it. You have to figure it out before you move on. But I really wanted to see who was this demon lord. And now you're coming back with another seven. So not only do you have to travel to the demon lord, you have to find out who was this seven. And part of me feels that that's lazy writing because you're trying to keep it interesting. Who will be the seven to either resurrect the demon lord or if the demon lord does get resurrected, who is going to side with him to fight it off the other six. So it's a win-win situation at some point, but yeah. But overall, I'm going to give it eight and a half. I, yeah, I told her I had to knock down points because I can't give you a perfect 10 just because I'm your fiance. That's cheating. Second, yeah, the Adelaide thing, that really pissed me off. That's the reason why you knock up points. Like, that that really pissed me off. So yeah, eight and a half. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Yeah, for me, like I said, I loved it. I love that it took a completely different direction that i was never expecting i was just expecting you know your traditional team up kill the the villain with 
you know, ridiculous design characters. And they're all kind of ridiculously designed in their own way. But yeah, the fact that it turned into a, a mystery story, um, I thought was fantastic. I thought it was very smart. Um, the way they were able to explain everything, I thought was pretty cool. Um, for the most part, there's some stuff that they still didn't really truly explain very well. But um, yeah, uh, for me, uh, Hans was a great character. Uh, I actually liked Goldov as a character as well. Um, even though he didn't talk much, I liked that he followed like a spear with a chain attached to it. And that was a pretty cool weapon. Uh, Flamey was my favorite character. Um, I just love her attitude of just not giving a shit about anything and wanting to kill everybody. <laughs> Plus, she's a gun wielder, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm just angry that there hasn't been a second season of the show. Um, and it's probably not going to happen now. So we're not going to really get any big answers about who again is the seventh. Like, we know one of them, but apparently there is now another one. Um, so we're not going to get that, but I'm also okay without getting a second season because I feel like this as a standalone story was pretty good as well. Um, if you take away the whole Demon Order thing and just keep it as a mystery, mm-hmm. I thought it was fine as well. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, combat, the, the fighting I thought was really well done. The animation was good. The voice acting was great. The, the dub, at least. Um, the music I wasn't caring for at all. I don't think the music was very good then fit a lot of the the scenarios that were happening in my opinion uh but overall i'm gonna give it a nine um i really enjoyed it and thank you shannon first first show you recommended and it was a pretty good one in my opinion so yeah nine for me 8.5 from alfonso eight from ben but ben what smut do you have for us this week i I went to funimation (laughs) while it still exists um (laughs) and i've gone with the seven mortal sins. Seven mortal sins. When Lucifer is cast to hell, the seven mortal sins seal her powers to maintain their hold over the realm. Does this I like sound like co- smart to you for me, man? The, the cover looks like smart. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Copy and then see what it looks like. Okay. This is on Funimation? Yeah. This is also on Crunchyroll. Yeah. Oh, you're right. It does look like smart. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a completely different color. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Alrighty seven more sins. Joy, I'm so excited. <laughs> Alrighty, Ben, shout out. So where can people reach you? Uh, you can find me at MG underscore Chili on Twitter and on PSU, of course. Okay, Alfonso. Shout out to you guys, Ben and Gary. Thank you for having me on. Uh, I guess I have to give credit where credit is due. Shannon, you did a great job for your first recommendation. Um, Honestly, I'm not looking forward to your next ones. Why? Because you put me through hell with this first one. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You can follow me on Twitter at Alishansa. Alrighty. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at Gagalish. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for joining me. Shout out to Shannon. Thank you for your first and good recommendation. Looking forward to the next one, which will not be soon because Alfonso still has to get us. <laughs> oh, it could, it could be a point where she just takes over all my recommendations. Well, I think you need to put your foot down and yeah, you try already not know to I tried to. Um, you already know I tried to, and if I tried to put my foot down, I'd probably get my foot cut off. So I'm trying. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that no more. So do it on a hoverboard, man. <laughs> or wow. do it and then run away. And on that note, <laughs> this has been the Anime Podcast. <laughs> yes, Problematic Secret Anime Podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Goodbye. Talk to you. Next time. Listen to us next time. Bye. Bye.